This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Welcome to the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. What's up, y'all? What up? What up How y'all up? doing? Listening to our uh, podcast intro song, it made me giggle a little bit thinking about the day we sat inside that studio and literally made it up at the, in the moment. Uh, it, it's aged pretty decently, Yeah, I want to say. It still goes. It still goes. I, I like it. It still gets a little bop from me from time to time. Word. Even though, how long have we been doing this podcast now? Is it three three years? Maybe three. Yeah, yeah. Because we started in nineteen, and then the panoramic uh, shut things down in twenty twenty, and that was yeah, yeah. Was it nineteen? I feel like it was before nineteen. Or maybe it was eighteen. It might have been eighteen. Were you just doing this podcast? We've been doing this podcast for four years. It's very possible because, like, I remember. The first year we did it, we were, doing, we were all in the studio the whole time. The first two years. The first two first two seasons. Was we were like in the studio. The studios the whole time. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's crazy. Wow. Time is time is <laughs> flown by. We was in them studios. Wow. You know what? It makes sense because when I think about it, the couple of times Avery was in the studio with us, she was very small. Yeah. But she was very young. She wasn't like a big kid at all. So, Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, y'all. I'm tired. So, if I yawn a little bit, excuse me. Uh, Mark may edit this out. He may not. We'll see what happens. Um, But, yeah. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 4 of the All Love No Fear Podcast. It's me, KB. Oh, yes. With Phone Dropper. <laughs> yes. My name is Mark Metapoetic Bennett. That is... That is who I am, and I did drop my phone. Yes. I don't know how much noise it made to the person who might be listening, but it was loud to me. But it's cool. It's cool. How you feeling? Um, I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, I'm doing well. Very good. Um, no no issues. It's a good it's a good Sunday. No no problems. Week went well. Um winter break coming up, so gotta no work's getting done. Oh. <laughs> you deserve a vacation. So look at it as a vacation. You're you're getting some well-earned mental rest time. I, I this is what I'm I trying realized. to sell it and it's not it's not gonna work. <laughs> um this is what I realized. Owning your own business, taking a break doesn't feel like a break really. Uh because like I feel as if like when you when you um when you're working and you take a break, you can be like, all right, if it if I come back, it's, it's and it's, it's everything in disarray. It's not my fault. They should have, I, I got to take breaks. Right. <laughs> and I'm out. Right. 
when you own your own business and things are in disarray and come back in disarray and you're kind of like this is my fault i did this. i should have planned better right <laughs> that's fair yeah so fair it's like point. it's like even when i'm on break and i'm like relaxing in my mind i'm like did i do everything right is everything gonna be good if, like if Am I missing a week and a missing is going to hurt my money for the future? Right. Like, it's 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 different. Gotcha. It's different when you don't have a vacation time. Gotcha. Okay. So it's it's a it's a little difficult. Sorry, y'all. I was yawning again. I, I opened my mouth to make a response and then a yawn came out. But yeah, no, not but um, yeah, like I, I, it's it's a it's a little different. Word to big word. Word to big bird. Um, okay. Well, it's a long weekend for me. Yeah. Off work tomorrow, off work tomorrow, off work tomorrow. Then I gotta go back on Tuesday, so maybe it's not as exciting. But anyway, say Levy. Trying trying to live my best life. Mark's gonna be home full time dadding a lot this week. I'm thrilled for him. Um just children, children be a lot. Mm-hmm. it'd be a lot and don't get me wrong I love my baby to death with all my heart wouldn't trade her for the world but it's it's a lot to keep that toddler engaged and entertained for a day <laughs> you got to wake up early and, and you know have your Wheaties and be ready like cause she don't care she's she's ready for the day to begin when she wakes up and she expects you to be a full participant in the day's activities she, she doesn't care ready. about what you're trying to do yeah she is ready She's ready at 7 a.m. She's like, hello, boys and girls. Let's get the day started. And she she has no intention of chilling. So, yeah. It's all valid. If you're not ready to, like, just give your all on a given day with the child, don't don't have kids. Just wait. Yeah. Because they be, they be wanting it all. She's like, get, let's go. Let's go. Like, I mean, just ride out that nap stage for as long as you can. But that comes to an end eventually. Yeah. Sadly. Man, what are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? Figure it out. That's it. All right, y'all. So we're going to get into our little icebreaker session that we like to call. Oh, wait. Shout out to people on um. Oh, on, yeah. on um, all the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Shout out to people who are listening um, through our website. Um, we appreciate all of y'all. Appreciate every listener. Yes, we appreciate every all viewer. y'all. Well, we ain't got no video, but you know what you well, mean. Well, like, you know, you're viewing your app, reviewing your phone. Yes. yes. We appreciate y'all <laughs> for your listenership and your support and all that jazz. Word, because, word, word. You know, we do it for you. We do it for the fans. Yeah. Okay, Mark. And this segment now is <laughs> Love It or Lose It. Hey, <laughs> love, love it or lose it. it. Hey, hey, hey. Love, love it or lose it. it. Hey, love it. it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Is it easier for you if you bring the mic closer to you? So you have to keep leaning forward? I don't know how much closer it can be. It's whatever is the easiest way to make sure that your face is in the mic. Well, I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to do about that. Whatever's the easiest way and best way to make that happen. The most comfortable for you. Just and it to just magically work, okay? It's magic. It's magic, you know. Mark, I sound loud to me. How much louder do I need to sound? 
obviously edit point. <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't even know where to start now. Love it or lose it. No. It's All right, y'all. So this week's love it or lose it. Uh, what's it giving? I don't know why this popped into my head. I think probably because I was thinking about that nasty Jamaican food I had last week. Um, that I told all oh, that I told y'all about last week from when I went on my little cruise adventure, and I was like, "Hmm, Jamaican food, love it or lose it." Can't remember if we've done this before. We may, we may not have. I don't know. We've done a lot of these things over the years. Um, but love it or lose it, Jamaican food. Uh, the four options on the table are beef patty, and it can be mild or spicy depending on your preferences, because people be liking different things. Um, jerk chicken. Hoxtail, bun and cheese. Those are the four options. Beef patty, jerk chicken, hoxtail, bun and cheese. I like saying hoxtail. Yes, apparently. Big, big fun. <laughs> big fun. Doing I was that. like, oh my god. Hoxtail. Candace. No, hoxtail. That's how you have to say it. Okay. So those are your four options. Which one would you love? Which one would you lose? Which one would you lose? And for the, I don't know if we, I can't remember if we uh, explained the rules, but basically, love or lose, it's a little game we play. One person has uh, four options that they present uh, at the moment of the podcast recording. The other person doesn't know. And then that person has to sit and think, which of these would I throw away forever, like trash? And which one would I keep and cherish, like a diamond or something that wasn't it was it's not the greatest example but it was the best i could come up with that was a terrible you example know. um so, <laughs> terrible example um yeah, what's my, something you would cherish lose yes oh you, you're talking you about asking me, well, i'm asking you what would have been a better example than diamond my wife my wife i cherish yeah. you cherish like my wife sure I, it's it's giving very much brownie point seeking, but you know it's cool. I take them. Um, so, <laughs> but um, I cherish you too, my darling. My lose it will be bun and cheese. Mm, really? Tell me more. Because it's bread and cheese. Some people find it delicious. <laughs> it's it's just bread and cheese. But it's it's a nutritious meal. I think when I first heard about bread and cheese, like oh, what is that? Oh, it's it's a it's a bun and cheese. It's, it's like a spicy bun. It's not like... It's bread and cheese. Yes, it's bread and cheese, but it's not like, you know, a piece of cheese between two pe- uh, between two pieces of Wonder Bread. It's not... Okay, it's not Wonder Bread, but it is bread. It's like a spicy cinnamon bread situation. It's it's a jazzy bread. It's bread and cheese. Um, it's so, a jazzy bread. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't know if you know this. I'm not that big of a fan of non-cooked cheese. Okay. I don't know if I knew that about you. Um, See? Like, this is what marriage is about. Learning new things about your person yeah. every day. You think you know them, and then they spring some new informations on you. If it's uncooked cheese, it will have to be like some kind of meat with Like it, a cold cut. Or meat or something. Or kind chicken. of sandwich. It okay. has to be something with it to balance it out for me. Or like a cheese. Like you're fine with like a cheese plate or like a cheese platter like... You know, like when you go to like a wedding or like a formal event and they've got like the cheese and crackers it's and that okay, whole thing laid out. But I I think it's okay because mm-hmm. it's in small doses. Mm-hmm. And like I can do like a small piece of cheese between a cracker. Okay. Right. When you try to give me like mad cheese, I'm always like, this is aggressive amount of cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's aggressive amount of cold cheese. Mm-hmm. 
and cold cheese aggressively does not appeal to me. Okay. That's a fair point. So, like... Has anyone ever tried to heat up a bun and cheese, I know, like, to make the cheese melt? Like, I'm curious. I don't know if that would make it better. I'm trying to figure out if it would. It might not. I, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I like grilled cheese, so maybe it will. Yeah, like, well, maybe maybe that could change the game, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's bread and cheese. Um, That's fine. <laughs> I'm not like it's compared to the other ones. It's it's just bread and cheese for me. Mm-hmm. The other one is actually it's actually food to me. Okay, I can have that for a meal. Well, bun and cheese can be a meal. Not for me. Okay. I feel like people eat it for breakfast or something. No, no I, I'm not saying people don't eat it for a it's meal. Just, it's just not for you. I can't have it for a meal. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. A bun and cheese would be something I would have. If it's there, then I would still be kind of disappointed while eating it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't want to put a, some chicken in, in between this bread also. <laughs> no, Mark. It's just the bread and the cheese. No, no I know. Married, I, I know. I they're married it. to one another. I know. I know. It's in ja- the name. Uh, someone, someone in Jamaican will be upset with me with, it's in what, the name. with my take on bun and cheese. If they appreciate bun and cheese. Um, not all Jamaicans like bun and cheese, but the Jamaicans who do will probably be upset about what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I'm not interested in bread and cheese at all. Okay, I'm not. It is it is bread and cheese to me. Agreed, agreed. Even like a a cold cut sandwich with too much cheese bothers me. You'd be like, ah, oh, let's get some of this out. Did you want to wax on the cheese like a little bit? Nah, they don't want to relax on the cheese a little bit. Like a lot, just cold. A lot of cold cheese bothers me. Okay, I, I did not know that about you. It doesn't surprise me, but I didn't know that about you. I did not know that about you. So I've learned some new new things on today. Um, I think my loser is the same bun and cheese. Mm-hmm. And my issue isn't cold cheese. I'll I'll eat cheese cold, yeah. m- warm. You're, I don't you're, care. You're, you're more like you're you're more acceptable to cold cheese because I've, I've seen because I've seen you many times do like cheddar cheese and you're like oh do that and I'm like what do you want like I have a block it? of anchor cheese in my fridge right now you're very I'll, excited about that I will cut that cheese up and, and just, sit with some crackers and yeah, bust it down it, it'd be very excited like it's no problem like, my mother my mother used to do it all the time mm-hmm. my mother like anytime she was like ready to like her treat was always to get a bunch of crackers mm-hmm. get a bunch of cheese mm-hmm. and just or get or get a bunch of peanut butter and jelly, and put it on crack. And she'll just sit and eat that, and she'll do that all day. Cause it's vibes. It is. It is very exciting to her. Yeah, so, I, so, I so ate I, a lot so, of cheese as a kid. So I I know that it's done, and I don't I don't think that's disgusting with okay. the crackers and cheese. I it's just not my preference. Yeah, like my problem is I don't like the cheese that's in a traditional Jamaican bun and cheese. I don't know what. Jamaican cheese? Yeah, I don't know what kind of cheese it is, but I I remember the first time I tried a bun and cheese, and I was amped. Because like I said, I like bread, and I like cheese. What's You telling me there's two things, two for one special? What can go wrong here? Everything. Because um, I took a bite, and I was like, hmm, what is this cheese? What is it? I It tastes like... Somewhere between that, Velveeta. Kota, that's the cheese that they use on the beef patties sometimes, right? Yeah, I think it's that same cheese, and I don't particularly like the cheesy beef patties either. Um, but it it gives me processed for all intents and purposes. It tastes like processed cheese. 
It doesn't it, taste it, like it, natural. It might, it might be. It doesn't taste like natural cheese to me. And I think because I'm used to natural cheese taste, like I can immediately tell when something's a processed thing, like a Velveeta or one of those types of things. And so it tastes like that to me. And it confuses me that it tastes like that. And so like I've tried I've tried to do bun and cheeses at least two or three times in my life and I'm like Mikambada. I can't. I th- I think that's a like um... I the for the people who love it, like God bless. I'm sure it's good for you, but like I can't it, it might be I can't. It, it might be a cultural thing. Cause like can't. I say it's cultural because like I know like a lot of people who live and die by the craft singles. Why do you still associate with those people? No, no. I I'm saying that because like they they Craft I don't know. I don't know if um it's in their mind they're like, oh, it's the greatest cheese ever. As much as it's memories of having it when they were younger, because the craft singles is like people used to have like a pack of craft singles. I remember craft cheese when I was younger. I was yeah. disgusted. That's probably where my beginning of oh processed cheese is crazy yeah. um began <laughs> because I had, I remember having it once. I remember someone made me like they were like oh I'll make you some mac and cheese and in my head I'm thinking. You know, real mac. And oh, you know, craft like baked, cheese. and they made. Oh, I, I, th- I thought you were saying that they made. <laughs> they use um. They use craft singles on their mac and cheese. I was like, what do people you do though. I know, but I thought you were saying that's what you had. I was like, I would hope that no one would ever disrespect me in my life and do me like that. <laughs> but like, I just know if the craft, if the craft mac and cheese mixed that powder tastes like them singles, I'm good. Yeah, like y'all can have it. So I, I think it, it's just nostalgia more than anything else of why people. The thing is, I've never liked it when I was younger, though. Because it's nastiness. I've, I've, I've never liked craft singles growing up, so like that's why it doesn't it doesn't bother me to not have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Some people they liked it when they're growing up, right. so like it's it's not really a problem. Because like if if you notice, um, American cheese is always like people always go, like a lot of people that is their default cheese is American cheese. Like if if you if you go somewhere. And you ask for like a cheese, like a Philly cheese steak, steak or something, or or, yeah. or, or or even like um a sandwich or a hero. Mm-hmm. Their default to assume is it's American, American cheese, because like that's what people choose. That yeah. that that is the default. Like, well, I don't love them. Like we 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 never choose it. No, we always were like this. Do you have anything else? Right. Like 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 do you have anything else other than other than that? That would be great. Yeah. So, but like. I I know that that like it can't it can't just be. I mean, American it, cheese do just, be busting on a burger. I'm not gonna hold y'all. There's the combination. To be it, it just it just melts better. It just melts better, but 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 it melts not like regular cheese, and that's why also it, that because <laughs> if you put a piece of cheddar on a burger, the melt the melt situation it, is completely it, different. It take it takes a lot longer to melt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it melts better. I, because I, Amer- American I, no, cheese, I, I, American cheese. I think I I either read or heard somewhere when I was in college that American cheese is two molecules away from being plastic. Yeah, it, so, it's, it's, it's um, it's and it does melt similarly to how a plastic would melt if exposed yeah, it's, to heat. It's cheese. Like I, I don't I actually I don't like American cheese in a burger either. I'd rather have um, cheddar Munster. or provolone or Munster. Mm. It just takes longer to melt. Yeah, yeah. But I do like it on there. It just it just takes longer. Like American cheese melts very quick. Because it's not cheese, but that's it's cheese food. It's cheese food because they can't legally call it cheese. No, because it's not. But it's whatever. Work. Yes. So, what's your love it? Um, beef patty, oxtail, or jerk, jerk chicken. chicken. 
Um, I think I'll, I stay with the beer patty, honestly. Okay. The tried and true. Um, Usually can't go wrong. Yeah, and I've never, like, I, I don't really ever go to a place and the beef patty is bad, even if everything else is bad. Yeah. I've had some bad of everything else. Mm-hmm. I've never had, like, a bad beef patty. Okay. It's it's right because even the frozen beef patties aren't terrible. No, they're not. They're actually pretty pretty decent, all things yeah. considered. It's not as good as the, like the Tower Aisles and yeah. And those it's ones. not as good yeah. as the fresh one, of course, but it's yeah. not terrible. No. Um. So I've never really had a bad beef patty, and a good beef patty with like cheese and cocoa bread just takes it over the top. Next level, but it's not the Jamaican cheese. They put another cheese. Yeah. When you do the the, the beef patty with cocoa bread and cheese. Yeah. Like some of them, some places will let you choose whatever cheese you want. Yeah, correct. So if you like mozzarella or provolone or whatever you're into, but even if like a beef patty with just cocoa bread is good, so like it's fuego. So I I I think beef patty because it's 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 always a good time, and a beef patty with cocoa bread is a meal. Facts. It, it's it's enough for a, a beef patty. A beef patty with cocoa bread will hold you down for hours, bro. Yeah, it, it it's hours. A meal. It's a good meal. And you eat a, be a beef patty with cocoa bread at twelve. You safe till like six thirty seven o'clock. Yeah, to be honest you're, with you, you're good for a while. You don't need to eat again. Like you good. So, yeah, I had a delicious beef patty when we went to Duns River Falls. They didn't have no cocoa bread. It was very upsetting, but um, the, the patty itself was fuego. The patty that was the only good food I had in Jamaica. That one patty. The rest of it just basura. Um, my it was basura. Stop saying. It. I'm going to say it however I want. I can't say Spanish. Can we just talk about how on a complete sidebar, the amount of Spanish that the black community has taken in our educational journey over the years and compared with the limited amount of Spanish we can speak, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like every black person I know has taken Spanish in school for anywhere from at least four to 15 years. Why can't we speak the people's language? We like what? What is because what is the mental blockage? Is what I want to know. Because why the, can't we speak Spanish? As many people have been taking Spanish since elementary school. They are now thirty. Can't speak no Spanish. Like what? What's the block? Why we can't? We should be fluent based on the amount of Spanish we've taken as a people. It's, pe- it's, it's the same reason why we can't fully explain what choroplast is. It's because what, 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 what choroplast. Choroplast. What's that? Um, am I saying it right? See, I can't, can't even say it right. Um, or mitochondria. Okay, we can't really fully oh, explain. Oh, oh, oh. Mitochondria is a powerhouse of a cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, the reason why we get, it's because when we are in school, a lot of times we're like, I just want to pass this class. Mm-hmm. You have to take Spanish, so you take it. Are you really like, I'm about to learn this later? Nah. <laughs> like, I guess. You're not, you're, we're, not, we're not learning to like retain it. Like, some people are learning to retain it for mm-hmm. a later time. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this is another language. Other people are like, yo, I'm just trying to pass this class. And like a lot of us barely passed the class. Like we wasn't like also that we wasn't out here with the A pluses in the Spanish. Mm-hmm. We were like, yo, we got this C, great. We got this D, awesome. <laughs> mm. So like we was we, we wasn't out here flourishing. Right. And like some teachers they, they weren't like they weren't like they were they were letting us get by off our basic at off our off our basic um scores because they knew that we just needed to pass. Like we weren't trying to use so it's like you're not you don't you don't pass the class with the expectation that you're going to use all the time and i think learning a language is using it socially 
Like if you if you if you're that's just taking a fair it, point. yeah if you if you're not using it socially you're not gonna learn. And and I, I think that's um, people I know who are fluent in Spanish, they went to like Spain, okay. or they went to somewhere where they, and they speak were, Spanish. Where they speak Spanish the after language. they took the class and yeah. like it kind of forced them to like oh what does this mean and kind of figure it out mm-hmm. and then they speak Spanish better. Right. So like I think you have to be in an environment. It's why it's why you're better at French, right? It's because like you were in an environment mm-hmm. <laughs> where like it was around you. You're like oh, okay, so now I gotta. Yeah. learn it more so I, I think point. so I think that is kind of I think learning a language has to do with being social you could you could take all the classes you want until you're mm-hmm. in an environment where you're doing it socially it's not going to really you basically in. need an immersion program yeah gotcha yeah okay. it has to be a place where like alright I'm talking like this all the time I, can't, I have to figure this out okay just, just like any language so I, I think that is the only way that we can officially learn it the right way Okay, that's a fair. That, that that makes a lot of sense. So, so even even if we have a lot of people from Latin descent in our um, communities, we're not. We we still are kind of like I'm talking English to them, right? right. <laughs> like we're not making any effort to try to speak Spanish to make the communication easier. We're just trying to get them like, to understand. No, like, no, no, we we talk English. Come over. Like that's yeah. how that's how we act. So it's yeah. like it's not like it it changes. <laughs> fair, fair, it's very yeah. fair. Yeah. Um. But yes, back to the, to the subject at hand. Um. I love it. It's gonna be the jerk chicken for me. Um. Okay. Jerk chicken is essentially what I use to measure any Jamaican establishment when I uh populate their uh their their facility. Um. With my presence, I I want to see what the jerk chicken is giving. Um. That's how I knew that jerk chicken from that alleged jerk chicken. I won't besmirch the good name of jerk chicken in this way. Um, but when that alleged jerk chicken um, was presented to me at that uh, excursion, I knew immediately something was incorrect because it did not look like the jerk chicken I've come to know and love. Like jerk chicken is fuego. Like li- it can literally be fuego because some people be making it hot, like to the point where you can't even enjoy the chicken because it's so hot. Um, but then there are people who find a nice balance. And if you get the right blended jerk sauce on there, chef's kiss. Like it's just it's everything. But, like, I could eat jerk chicken, like, all day, like, with no problem. I could be stuffed to the brim. Somebody brings jerk chicken, I'm like, well, you know what? I'll have a piece. I have a, I'll have a sliver. Nothing too crazy. I'm going to have something, though. It's no problem. I may have something. Say less. Yeah. Um, because it's just, it's just the perfect, like, a good jerk chicken is the perfect amount of, like, like, savory flavor, but also, like, heat. At the same time, like it's really, really, really just everything. And I like jerk chicken because it's not like random dry rub jerk. Because I feel like sometimes people do that. Like people bake a wing or something and then they like throw this like jerk seasoning on top of it. And it's like this weird dry rub. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's that's not how jerk chicken works. So like it needs it needs some marination. It needs some some juicy it needs to not just like a i threw this on top it needs it needs integration into the meat so yeah. um yeah jerk chicken is it for me like just thinking about it right now i'm like i want some jerk chicken i'm not even hungry not even i'm not even hungry i don't have any desire to eat but if somebody puts some jerk chicken in front of me right now i'd eat it i'd eat it so i think maybe maybe we need to hit our favorite jamaican store sometime this week so i can get me a plate of jerk chicken nothing too crazy so yeah, wait for the Jamaican. Hmm. Wait, wait for the jerk chicken now. Yep. 
it's going down. Well, all right, y'all. That was our love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 h
for me, I need my Ricky Dillard. I need my Donald Lawrence. I need my ah, ah, ah. So Mark and I were having a conversation about, about this because I, I, I've seen some interesting takes and he's seen some interesting takes as well on this. And, you know, we kind of wanted to get into it a little bit more today. Yeah. I, and I think it, it kind of, um, it kind of spiraled into this conversation about um, Christian gatekeeping that we kind of do. Uh huh. Um, and so th- let's, let's talk about the road, how, how we got to that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it got to that point. Cause we were like, all right, CCM, a lot of people count that as Christian music, right? Yes. Christian yes. music. If anybody ever watches any music um, award show, Grammys, AMAs, anybody that recognizes gospel as a category, essentially. Correct. A lot of times what you'll see, and it, it sounds weird, and I don't know if people question it enough, is that you have gospel music mm-hmm. and you have Christian music, mm-hmm. right? Right. And it's, it sounds crazy. And yes, because why are they not the same thing? Why is that the same thing? Exactly. Or it it, it just sounds like isn't gospel music Christian music? Right. <laughs> like, so it, it sounds weird. But when you look at the people in the categories, it looks like, oh, you mean white music, white, 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 white Christian, Christian music versus and black, black Christian, Christian music. music, right? Yeah. So like you, you start going into that little thing and it, it sounds, it, 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 it's a weird dichotomy that you have because it's yeah. kind of, and, and like, and the only person who is in both categories is Kanye, which brings up more questions. <laughs> he's, Several more Because he's the only person I, I saw who was nominated for both gospel category and the christian it's it's a weird it's a weird thing yes it's a weird weird situation it's a, really weird, it's a weird situation and a lot of um and Ka- kanye the gospel the Ka- kanye the producer slash trying to get on a rockefeller rapper is christian contemporary and black christian at the same time it's it's, it's, it's weird very much confusing so and then like so we were like, all right, so what is gospel? What is Christian? Is it just the race thing? And they try to make it seem like it's a sound thing, right? So if it's a sound thing, a lot of um, black art, black um, Christian artists, they adopted a lot of that CCM style mm-hmm. in terms of how they do this and mm-hmm. how, how they compose their songs and how they right. write and everything. Mm-hmm. But they're still categorized as gospel, mm-hmm. right? Um, and which which means that it's, it makes it come up as just a very racial thing because mm-hmm. a lot of them, but they categorize as gospel mm-hmm. in in the um in terms of genre because right like because, you'll never see a Jonathan McReynolds in a CCM category yes even though if if your if your thought process is gospel is music where they do a lot of squalls yeah. and they do a lot of hallelujahs and Jesuses in the lyrics. Jonathan McReynolds doesn't fall into that. Correct. It doesn't have the same format. Yeah, it doesn't have the same format. His songs are are much more, like, wordy, I guess, and like what, wordy's incorrect. Is word, word, wordy, wordy, wordy's not the right thing. I'm trying to. It's not the right term. But when I say wordy, I mean like, there's intentional wordplay, and like po like there's 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 like. <sighs> How do I explain it? it, it it's hard to explain. It's it's it, um, like, but there's a, there's a way he writes songs that it's it's talking about the same message, but it's like the creativity of it is not like like nobody else is writing like how he writes. Nobody else is making music 
like yeah. how he makes music. It, it, it's just it's just a tone of how, how yeah, like how like, like he's in a lane of his own. Like same with Molly Music. Like yeah. they have that like very like strong songwriter. It's, 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 it's a different word. That's what I mean when I say wordy. Like yeah. it's very. It's a, it's a different way. It's not simple wording. They're not try. They don't write songs the same way as gospel artists write songs. Yeah, usually. like they don't they, write songs with the intention of it like being catchy or it being like lines you repeat over and over again yeah, with it, choruses. Like they, they don't necessarily write like that. They're, they're very much music art heads. And yeah, they're, and they're very creative yeah. art yeah. artsy with yeah. how they yeah. create things. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So, but like it, it, it's just interesting those two categories, and I and I. I made the statement. I was like, I believe it's a racial thing. I mm. believe that, but I also believe that both categories, both um, people are like, um, which is kind of run by Generation X, mm-hmm. baby boomers. They're kind of, they want it to be that way. Yeah. Right. So like, I feel like a lot of the gospel artists, like they, they because they were probably like, they want something of their own. Mm-hmm. There was something that focused on them, and probably because at that time when they was created, they weren't allowed in that category, mm-hmm. in the Christian music category. That they, they made their own category for gospel, right? Because like they they weren't focusing on us, mm-hmm. right? So they probably was like, all right, we have this category that's for us, mm-hmm. and we can kind of do it that way, mm-hmm. right? Um, I th- I don't think that the way that we we um judge. I think it's a problem. I think in general, how we um, categorize and judge Christian gospel music mm-hmm. in general, right? I think um, number one, I think we, I think genre-wise, is messed up because like we kind of we 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 kind of put these um, reins on what gospel and what Christian music is mm-hmm. and everything. And I think that's kind of how we got to the category the way of yeah. um, of the gatekeeping portion, yeah, because we're kind of like. What people sometimes do is say, this is, we'll, we'll say this is gospel because you're saying the word Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, and, or if you're talking about something that's going on or you're trying to be inspirational mm-hmm. or talking about something that's going on in the world, mm-hmm. it's not gospel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because people argue that Molly Music when he made um, the Molly Is album, I think that's yeah. what he got all the nominations for. When he made the Molly Is album, people were saying it's not a gospel album, it's not a Christian album. He's not talking about God. There's mad songs where it's very clear that he's talking about God, very mm-hmm. clear. But because he wasn't saying the the four standard, you're talking about God gospel words that people feel like you have to say in a song people took it as, oh, he's not talking about God. Correct. So, which is probably why he went the way he did. Because, like, I I feel as if, like, he, because he did change genres for a a bit. Mm -hmm. But I think he changed genres because of the gatekeeping of gospel. Yes, because he's like, I don't feel like I should be limited to my songs have to say Jesus four times, hallelujah four times. Correct. Or include, or, a, include or, a scream in there. Like I don't, I don't feel like or, I got to do all that. Or not even that. I feel like I can. I feel like as a Christian, which I feel, mm-hmm. I believe as a Christian, we go through different things, right? And there's so like ways I, to I talk think about I think it. we should have music that addresses multiple things mm-hmm. as a Christian, right? Right. So that's why it makes sense to me because like, right. I, I want to show you 
these are the things that I experienced as a Christian and say in a Christian way that Christians right. can appreciate right. yeah. and listen because like it's it's, yeah. it's coming from that lens. Yeah. yeah. So like, because I I okay, which which sorry, which which doesn't um, which is a good way to, um, number one, win souls from other people because it's kind mm-hmm. of like, hey, these are just something I want you to explain how how being a Christian is used in my everyday life and mm-hmm. my music. Like, yeah. I need to talk about this racism. Yeah. I need to talk yeah. about depression. I need to mm. talk about suicide because these are things that, that are happening in my that, real life. That Christians also yeah. need, need, need assistance like, doing that. Yeah. And we need to be able to talk about those things. Mm-hmm. And me as a Christian, I'm talking about how it is used in my life and right. I, I can inspire you right. without just saying Jesus a few times. Right. Cause I, and you bring, you bring up a really, really great point because I think part another part of the issue is that a lot of what is considered what we now consider to be traditional gospel music. A lot of it is about overcoming, pushing through and kind of making a very cursory um, reference to the ails and the, and the travails of life that cause people to go through. But, it's never uh we're stopping to talk about this or go into deeper detail about what this actually is. It's like a, yeah, 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 we have problems, but God is great. God will take us over. God will help us overcome. God will help us. will help see us through. And I feel like that's indicative of the particular brand of Christianity, so to speak, that many of us either practice or have been taught it's like a, you don't ever really get into what your problems are. Like you don't ever really like talk about it in any detail. Like you just kind of use these euphemisms or make these generic statements, but like you never really get into like the nitty gritty of what's happening and call it and just what it is. And so if you're, if your brand of Christianity or the way you practice is like that, you expect the music that comes from it to be that because to you, that's what real Christianity looks like. So when you have a Molly music or a Jonathan McReynolds or one of those kinds of artists who's like, get like writing whole songs about like feeling insecure, feeling unworthy, feeling suicidal, whatever it is that they're talking about in this great detail people can interpret that as they're giving quote unquote power to their problems and that's not glorifying God. So that's not Christian music. That's not gospel music. And it's like, I know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't like, I don't think people have their own comfort levels with what they want to talk about and what they want to share with people. And that's cool. I get it. But I also feel that, you know, to what you said about like generational stuff, I think our generation is more likely to be, and the generations after us, is more likely to be drawn to Christianity through a Molly Music or a Jonathan McReynolds because they're talking about the things that our parents won't talk about. Like they're they're addressing those things head on and not using like flowery words to say what it is like they're they're saying it in a way that we can relate to and so we're like 
oh, you're talking about this and you're saying that, you know, you've been through this, you've experienced these like feelings of depression, these feelings of insecurity, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's a God out there who like is helping you get through it. Oh, tell me more about that. I want to jump into that as opposed to how I got over. It's like, got over what? Like, what What was the thing? Like, I'm still trying to figure out what the thing was, girl. Like, huh? Yeah. And and I, I, I think to your point, and like, I guess it kind of goes into our other point before. Um, I think the problem is, is like people don't like uncomfortable conversations, right? People in general. Mm-hmm. So I think um, the issue we have sometimes as Christians is that we feel as if anything that we're uncomfortable around mm-hmm. about or I, we don't want to hear or we don't want to be a part of mm-hmm. is not Christian enough. We, 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 we assume that as discernment that it's not Christian enough. Mm-hmm. Right? So like if someone does a song, right, mm-hmm. and we're not feeling it, Right, we're not feeling. It. We don't, we don't like it. We're like, oh, this is my discernment saying that this this song is not Christian enough, mm-hmm. right? Or um, if we say someone says some someone says something that makes me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and is making me feel uncomfortable, it's not making me feel good like other songs do. Because mm-hmm. like some songs make you feel empowered, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Which which is some songs do that. Like and that's what like, a lot of gospel songs they make their, their goal is to make you feel empowered. Yeah. But some songs were just make you question what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe I'm doing this incorrectly. Right. And I'm questioning things. Um, because it's making people feel uncomfortable. People feel as if it's not Christian like because it's making people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that is where the um the problem lies. I think I think I think just because it's um makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. It's um, just not, not for not, you. Correct. Which 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 is and which, that's is, okay. which is a good a big thing to know. Like you might not want to hear that at that time, which is fine. Sure. You you don't have to hear it. Right. Sure. It's, it's, you can you can go. <laughs> you can go. But like I I think the um the issue is is like because I, I we've had this conversation a lot in the last few days. Um, people feel as if like hey, I'm a Christian. I like Christian things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there something that's Christian and I don't like it? Instead of feeling as if it's okay to not like it, that is is nothing. Is nothing wrong with you or nothing wrong with the person? Right. It's just not for you. And that's okay. People think it's a problem. Um, we we have to stop as um, Christians thinking that what's not for me doesn't mean it's not for anybody. Right. It doesn't make it demonic. It doesn't make it unchristian. It just makes it not for you. Yeah, which and, and everything is not going to be for you. Everything is not built for you. Um, we I've talked about when it comes down to churches. Not every church is for you. Facts. Um, some churches are going to be focused on youth. Some churches are going to be focused on married couples. Some churches going to be focused on people who are older. Some churches going to be focused. Like, it's different churches. are Like, one church is not for everybody. Right. All right? So that's each why there's so many. Yeah, that's why there's so many. So, like, just because it's not for you, you don't feel anything here, doesn't mean it's a demonic church. Right. <laughs> doesn't right. mean that the church is terrible. It just means it's not built for you. Right. And and because, and like, certain messages aren't don't talk to me. Right. So certain messages people say, like, we every sermon is not going to talk to you. Absolutely. It's not. Um. You can try to find something in there that might mm. talk to you. You can right. do that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that every message is meant to talk to you. 
exactly. Like, you know, with when it comes to the Christian contemporary music, for the most part, it's not for me because that's not the way, that's not the kind of music that moves me like as a Christian. How and ever, there are some of those CCM songs that go up for me, honey. Um, what's that, um, what's that song called? Uh, 100 Million Times? Bangs, okay? <laughs> Bangs. I don't know who the, I, I can't remember who the actual artist is. The, the, the lead guy singing it, his name is Osby Berry, and he sings down, okay? And he's a black guy. But, like, some of those songs go up. I ain't even gonna hold you. But because they're not saying Jesus all the time, some of the more traditional uh, people that prefer the more gospel kind of music are like, well, I don't like that music because I don't know what God they sing into. And I just, I just be a little confused, like as a, as a Christian, because if our argument as Christians is that there's only one God, you making that statement insinuates that there are other gods. So you're contradicting your own belief system by saying, I don't know what God they sing into when you say of your own self, you believe there's only one God. So just help me figure it out. Is there one God or are there many? Like where, where do we stand on this? Like as a community, because we can't say we believe there's only one God, but then be saying, because somebody don't say hallelujah or don't say Jesus in a song, we don't know what God they sing into. Yeah. And like, and, it's just, it's and just also, a little confusing. And also there's a such thing as implied, like certain things are just implied, like even, even outside of that, just certain things are just implied. Like, I I think, like I said, people have this fear. Like, people have this this constant fear that like they're they're going to accidentally be praising devil, and I don't know how. Like, there's no accidentally praising <laughs> the devil. Like, yeah, it's, it's the intent is yeah. if your intent is like, to praise it, then that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like I, I feel like people have this this weird. It's weird. This weird, this weird thing like, oh, I'm gonna be saying this, and then all of a sudden I'll be praising the devil, and like I'm like I don't. I don't know if that's, I think intent. That's not ma- how this works. I think intent matters a lot. Right. Like situation. if you're at the church of Satan singing praise the devil song, like you're definitely praising the devil. Like yeah. You, that's what you're choosing to do. But in, intent, intent matters. Right. And I don't, I don't think that. Like, I don't know if, so for instance, if, if I'm, if someone has a song and it's, and it says praise him who, who loves us and stuff like that and everything. And then you find out later he was a demon worshiper, but in your mind you were singing it. You were God. I don't think God is like you're going to hell. I don't. Right. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think that's how that works at all. <laughs> I, don't, at I all. think it's your intent. Yeah, I think it's your intent, and when you're singing it, yeah, I don't, it's not the song itself. It's your intent and how you sing it. Yeah, the, the I, I my belief, of course, not everybody agrees. Mm-hmm. My belief is that a song matters is when you're singing it with your intent. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when I start singing it, it's now what I'm making the song to be mm-hmm. and what I'm saying. Because on the flip side, someone. So are you saying that if someone takes a Christian song and starts saying it to worship the devil, that they're still going to heaven? Because they sing this, this because the song, like you, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's, 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 it, 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 it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because yeah. like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like it, it's, it's not, it's not really, it's, it, 
if it, it goes one way, it has to go both ways. It doesn't mm. make any sense. I think it's it's still the intent. Right. It's I the, agree. It's the intent of the person who's saying it. So not not the songwriter mm-hmm. of you who's singing it. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I think that is kind of what people get mixed up because like I've 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 had conversations. We we, we talk about this mm-hmm. where someone will like be constantly worried about the intent of the person who wrote the song mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, what does the song mean to you? Right. Like, what are the words? Like, like, we can't, we can't, we can't go down that rabbit hole. Because if yeah, you yeah, start like, doing you, that, you will never, and, and you would never, never really, get anywhere. you would never know someone's intent. Right. That's N- not, absolutely it's, no idea. It's not a possible, it's not possible. And even if they tell you, they might be lying. Right. right. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, you what, have no idea what, someone's yeah. intent. Like, just take it for what it is. And, and like, if, 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 if this song moves you for a certain way, then let it move you. Yeah, like that's it. I think there's even a Bible verse about because I think there was a Bible verse where um, someone was telling Jesus, "Hey, these people they are using your name to do all these things and mm-hmm. everything, but they're not with us. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that?" And Jesus is like. What they do, what if they're praising my name for whatever reason they're doing it for? It doesn't matter. They're praising my name, then it's cool, right? Because like, like if 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 as long as you're if you're doing it and it's bringing people close to Christ, it's going to affect you. Right. <laughs> like meaning the person who who's doing it, it's going to affect them because yeah. their their intentions are wrong. Yeah, but it's not going to. But it's still spreading the good message. Yeah. So like the message, yeah. the message is not tainted, but the person is. Yeah. So like yeah. people have and to I, understand the message can be pure but the person can still be tainted yeah yeah the person like <laughs> I, I, and I the person the will be if we subscribe to the belief that we are all sinners who needed to be saved by grace is that yeah. if that's what we believe everybody's tainted yeah and that's that that's just the nature of the beast when it comes to I, what 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 happens with people who make music or who preach or whatever yeah, I, I've said it before. There's a lot of singers and a lot of preachers who are writing, who wrote great songs and great, great sermons, who would get people to heaven, and you won't see them there. Yeah, <laughs> that's facts. Because their intent might be impure, but right. the person who's taking it in's intent right. was different. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think the messenger has anything to do with the message. That's that's a debatable topic, but I don't want to get into that right now. Um. Your point, though, maybe we could touch on that in another in another podcast. Your point, though, about um, what was it you said about um, just how people? It was sort of around like how people police the genre, so to speak. I feel like that's why we're starting to see more black people moving into the realm of CCM in terms of their tone, but not but they're still categorized as gospel. Well, no, I'm thinking more of like Chandler Moore okay. from Maverick City and the guy I mentioned before, Osby Berry. Like they have, I grew up in black church voices, mm-hmm. but the music that they are affiliated with, um, with putting out there would be classified as CCM. And I think part of that is from the fact that the gospel community to a certain degree, both in the industry and just like Christians in this country in general, black Christians have so very narrowly defined what gospel is. It's like, if you don't follow this, then I don't really know if you're part of the thing. Like there's people who don't think Mary Mary is gospel. 
they consider them something else. So it's like all these different lanes and categories and you're this, but you're that you're not this, but like, it's just, it, it's, it's gotten very weird. And I think it's very splintered in terms of how it looks. And so I feel like for me, I, I see more like young black Christian people going in that direction of what's considered CCM because the 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 type of music they're into or the type of like word word usage and word play that they write with or write in I guess is more welcomed in that realm than in the gospel because I feel like in the gospel realm they're still looking for like Clark sister-esque kind of music to a certain degree to determine that something is really gospel or not and to me I'm like how many times are we going to make the same kind of song like yeah I get that that's a sound I get it but like when we going to move on like I'm I'm looking as people I'm looking at um Channel Moore's Wikipedia this like they 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 just recently nominated him for contemporary Christian music mm-hmm. award but that's only because he has a song with um Naomi Rain okay and Maverick City Music. Yes, that's the name of the people that he's with. Maverick City Music. Yeah. Um. But um. But usually, they put him in gospel. <laughs> okay, that's interesting because I've never heard of him in the context of like gospel. I've only ever heard of him in the context I, of I, I the Christian because con- that's how I know who he is. It's from that. I agree. Also. That pocket of music, like but I've like, never heard Kirk Franklin or Yolanda Adams or any of those like gospel quote unquote people ever talk about him before. I agree. But I'm not 20, saying they don't know him or that they have a problem with him. I'm just saying I've never heard. I never heard of him from any of them. I agree. Which is yeah. why my point was, oh, he black. He's gospel because like in 2020 he was nominated for gospel worship's recorded song of the year. Okay. In 2021, gospel worship recorded song of the year. <laughs> Interesting. Uh. In 2022, this year, he's um he it's pending, but he's um award for best gospel performance song for what the Grammys. Uh, yes, I believe. Okay. For Voice of God. Okay. And wait on you. Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I agree, but it's just I, I my my annoyance is is that. Okay. I'll even say Travis Green might be falling out sometimes too. Yeah, yeah. I would. That's that's funny you said him because literally I was singing some singing one of his songs in my head and I was like, yeah. Tra- Travis Green too, but he also they put him in gospel every time. Mm-hmm. So like I, I which, which is like I said, that's what my concern because like even when I looked him up on Wikipedia, he says gospel and urban contemporary gospel. I don't know what that means. Who's urban contemporary? Chandler Moore? No. Um. Travis Green. Travis Green, urban contemporary. I want people to stop using urban <laughs> as a euphemism. Like, what? Huh? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I want y'all just stop, y'all. You just... see what I'm saying? Por favor. I beg. Please stop. Please. I'm like, huh? Urban contemporary. Ur... <sighs> it just. It's so tiring. It's so so tiring. Like I and, can't and even... who, who who do you who do you consider a Christian music artist? Give me give me the name so I can see the difference. Uh, 
What do you mean? Who, like, who, who's a very popular when they call him Christian music versus gospel? White white person specifically. You know, I don't know none of these people's names, right? Um, I know who they are in general, but uh, who's the what's, who's the person that um they use all the time that they he writes all the dance, all the songs for everybody? Oh my gosh, what's his name? Chris Tomlin. Yeah. Chris Tomlin's bag is big, honey. Yes, he he has all the money. Yeah, because all the black gospel artists be taking his songs and remaking them. I'm like, yes, God. His genre is contemporary worship music and CCM. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't put CCM under Shannon Moore. Interesting. They'll give him contemporary worship and contemporary gospel. But they don't consider him CCM. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Like I told you, it the gatekeeping be crazy. <laughs> yes, yes. <indeed. laughs> I, I'm 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 trying to figure out like you you, you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. it's I I hear what you're saying, but like and how it sounds and how it should be categorized. But like they were like he black they over there. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, Johnson McReynolds, gospel and urban contemporary gospel. It's giving very much racial. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I'm actually reading here about Christian contemporary music because uh, I was reading about Chris Tomlin and then I saw the link to CCM. So apparently uh, there's a college, a Christian college uh, that prohibits its students from listening to CCM music in their dorm. I guess they don't think it's legit as well. The Christian College Bob Jones University discourages its dormitory students from listening to CCM. Uh, I guess the problem is generally it's associated. They re- it reminds them of rock, and rock is attached to sex and drugs and rock and roll. So they're like, at it. So similar to how they treat Christian hip hop. Got it. Yes. And apparently there was an article that was written by somebody named George Clark called "New Lyrics for the Devil's Music." <laughs> Christians are exhausting sometimes. Some writers from the Reformed Presbyterian tradition assert that the inclusion of CCM in a worship service violates the second commandment and the regulative principle of worship because it adds man-made inventions, lyrics, and instrumental music to the biblically appointed way of worshiping God. They don't be liking all them guitars and things. I told you there's a, there's, I couldn't think of who they were, but it's like a, there's a certain, there's certain like sects of Christianity that don't believe in like, instruments in music like they believe that acapella is the only way to go so they don't do pianos drums any of that i mean i i guess it's cool it sounds boring i mean i mean but god bless if y'all like it it's i don't like it but if y'all like it that's cool i mean i'm not coming to your church yes but i guess it's cool All right, let's um, let's move on. Yes. Anything else? Nah, that was it. I'm just reading some real interesting takes on on the CCM and how people have responded to it, um, in the white Christian community. But um, yeah, we'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on this because this is very interesting, um, stuff. Uh, and I, I'm curious to see like where we are in like five or ten years on this front with like CCM versus 
what we currently consider gospel music? Like, will we see it like crossing over and becoming even more uh, enmeshed or will well, we see, well, well, will it well, stay the same? Will like people kind Ka- of like Kanye West is in it, so. slide more in? I'm not going to keep talking about Kanye West with you. <laughs> and and Kirk Franklin is only in it if he sings with um, the whites. Okay. I don't know if the gospel people think Kirk Franklin is gospel, like for real still. Because they haven't forgiven him for revolution and stop. They're still, I think there are people that are still holding on to that. Um, even though both those songs go up right now. They go up. But I don't think the people are pleased about that. So yeah, I'll, I'll be very interested to see where this like discussion and this conversation about these genres is in the next couple of years. Because this is very interesting. I, wa- I, I, I just wonder, I just wonder. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the um the top twenty Christian songs. Mm-hmm. Only one of them is black, and that's Kanye West. <laughs> the top tw- top twenty Christians. Let's songs move. Are... I don't even want to talk about this no more. <laughs> um... <laughs> I told you, like, like it shouldn't be. I told you that because the sounds are very similar now. Like a lot of a lot of um black artists do Christian. Which, which is like that. That's that's what's been going on across the board, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What's been going across the board, which is, it's it's just reverse thing that they're trying to do, but they're not letting us in the genre. Because mm-hmm. white people can come to our genre mm-hmm. and, in and out, and then yeah. just take off and yeah. just take off. Like, yeah. but yeah, that's hip hop. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, like if if a white person raps, they automatically say that's hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go. Yeah. They sing automatically R and B. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, white person does a little different actually with the gospel mm-hmm. gospel artists mm-hmm. go it takes a long time for a black person to like have a song and categorize it as country mm-hmm. you have to abide by their rules by what they do and everything mm-hmm. there same thing with pop music mm-hmm. same thing with crispy like it's 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 so many you have to abide by their rules and right. you have to go through these gatekeepers to even mm-hmm. be a part of it yeah and that's that's what's that's what's frustrating about the whole thing is like Christian music pop country it's just it's all these rules yeah about yeah. it yeah yeah agree because like people, people keep saying pop means popular music and that means everything else but even if it's not that popular white person makes it it's still considered pop word <laughs> you get what i'm saying yeah like it's yeah. like it's it's pop from the beginning yeah this this is pop right <laughs> it's pop when they first when it first comes out right that's that's true that's true um, so speaking of music, this week in new music, Matt new stuff, music, Matt, new music, <laughs> new music, <laughs> new music, <laughs> new music. <laughs> um, so the homie Big Crit uh, put out Digital Roses Don't Die. I listened to it on Friday. I like it. I've missed Big Crit. I've, to, I've missed him in terms of I, I like, think I'm going to take, take a day and just listen to all the music because like I, I feel as if he's good and I need to take more time to appreciate his music yeah i think forever is a mighty long time that that album got me made me a fan of his so digital roses don't die he put out this week um vic mensa put out vino valentino i feel like vic mensa got arrested for something recently i need vic mensa to just be cool yeah and an elephant man came out with an album too yeah elephant man came out with an album as well currency and the alchemist the best yeah the best because he is Elephant Man is fu- is fuego. I like if he the next time he does a show in or around New York, I gotta go because the energy god. I need I need life from him. Yeah, I think everybody was trying to say like he should do the next verses. Oh, I'm ready. 
was in it. But I was, I was trying to figure, I think I was trying to figure out who. Who but, would be up against him? I don't cause know. Because that's has to be some good dancer. Yeah. Someone who has good dance records. I don't know, but I'm ready. Maybe Whenever busy, they decide. Busy Signal or something. Maybe. No, Busy Signal wouldn't win against him at all. No, it would be a wash. Yeah. Y'all better get Sean Paul out there and teach us the choreo. Um, <laughs> I was going to say Sean Paul, but Sean Paul can't dance. That's why I said the people got to teach us the choreo. Um, Let's work on it. Um, Currency and The Alchemist put out an album, Continuance. I'll yeah, be. That's on my agenda for this week. Um, um, anything else you saw? Yeah, I saw a song, um, Rhapsody and Robin Thick. Yep. Uh, Day One Friend. I wrote yeah. that one down. And Silk Sonic came out with another song. Love yeah. Train. I listened to that one what How was it, it? Thursday I, night. I to it yet. How was it? It was cool. It was cool. It's no smoking out the window or what you call it. That 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 song's gonna be the the best song for a little bit. Yeah. It's gonna take but a, it was, it, it was it, cool. it's gonna take a while to like top that one. Yeah. My boy Lucky Day and Lil Dirk, they have a song out in WA. Uh Russ, um, who I enjoy, uh, he has a song out called Real. And uh, the other white rapper, uh, Jack Harlow, put out Nail Tech. The two of them is 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 I right for two white rappers. I ain't even yeah. gonna hold they're, you. They're, they're going little by little. They are. Right. I like they, them. They, they're trying to expand it because because it, it was just Eminem for a long time. Yeah, like seriously, Eminem had a chokehold on the white rapper community. <laughs> it was like, like it was Eminem like, or nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, you have nothing else. <laughs> you have nothing else. <laughs> so they've been trying. So that I and they're they're actually talented. Like they're yeah. not just like you know giving us gut bubble gum like you know, trash. Yeah. Like, it's actually very good. Like, I think I mentioned it before like, on this podcast. I, Russ's Chomp 2 album, Fuego. Yeah. Get into it. Because the other dude that, what was his name? I forgot his name, how much he was annoying to me. Who? I'm black, I'm black, I'm white, I'm white, I'm black, I'm black. I don't even know who that was. He's half black, half white. Oh, Logic. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Got I'm black, it. I'm black, I'm white, I'm white, I'm black, I'm black, I'm white, I'm white. I didn't hate him... He was annoying. Lyrically, like I, some I, of his I, songs I liked like the wordplay, but yeah. he was just annoying with the yeah. I'm black and white. I'm like <laughs> you and about half the population in this country. Like what else? Yeah, it was What else? What what else? It was very annoying. How he kept bringing it up. I'm like, "Oh, Jesus. Therapy. Therapy yeah, needed." Because like I I think those two Russ and um Jack Harlow and then rest in peace Mac Miller. Was, yes. Was cool too. Mac Miller was fives too. I listened yeah. to I listened to the to, to the last album that he had put out before he died, and I was like, "All right, Mac Miller." Yeah, Mac Mac, Mac Miller was cool. May he rest in peace and be left alone from a live people's business. Was that poor dead man? Was all in all in people all in business that had nothing to do with him? He said, "I don't even know these people. I'm dead. <laughs> why are they? Why am I here? Why am I being brought into this?" Um, speaking of people that are dead. So <laughs> that's a really messed up transition. Oh, that is a terrible transition. <laughs> but I looked at what was next and I was like, I was about to talk about somebody who died. Um, so yeah. Um rest in peace to Whitney Houston. Uh this year, this uh this past weekend. Is it this past weekend? Or yeah. Last weekend, uh it was it made uh ten years since she passed. Okay. So yeah, it's crazy. I just finished reading the book uh, that Robin Crawford, her former assistant and best friend, wrote about her. So that's why it's on my mind. Rest in peace, Whitney. <clears throat> we miss you, girl. Oh, my God. Why was there? I saw a video of like a hologram concert of that somebody had with Whitney Houston in um, Vegas or something like that. They even had like the washcloth on the hologram. Like, you know, you know, the singers are getting sweat. They be wiping. I was like, y'all got to stop with these hologram hologram. Uh, 
concert things. It's weird. On on a side note, I'm I'm just thinking about Super Bowl commercials. Did you like you saw the commercial and it was randomly Andre three thousand was in the commercial? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> the Sally sells she shows commercial. I didn't see it. Like I was listening, I was watching. I was like, okay, this is interesting because it was um Zendaya, mm-hmm. I think was doing the part of the commercial. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And then what's it called? Um, Andre three thousand came out. I was like, yeah, was, I didn't see that. You're he, gonna have he, to show me that. He was like, he was he was like um narrating the whole thing. I was like, oh, okay. this is. It's a pleasant surprise. You're going to have to show me that because I didn't know that. Speaking of holograms, why would somebody like, oh, I wish they would have pulled out a Tupac hologram no. at the halftime show? Absolutely not. Can you stop with that, that creepy Tupac hologram? Child, I'd have cut, cut my TV right off if I saw a Tupac hologram popping. That man has been dead for 30 years. Stop. Stop. No. We are fine as a people. We don't need that. Thank you. Um. So, Jeffrey Epstein, the... um. The uh, gentleman, gentleman is strong, but yeah, trying to find the words right now. Um, accused uh, rapist. The, the the person. The person, the gen, the person, the 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 man. Um, you know, he had died allegedly in jail by suicide a couple years ago. After all the tea started spilling about all the sexually inappropriate things he had been a part of or organized for other rich folks. Um, and so one of his associates, um, I'm gonna tell you the man's name right now, Jean-Luc Vounel, uh, he was a modeling agent and an associate of, um, Jeffrey Epstein. He died by suicide allegedly in his Paris prison cell on Saturday. Um, yeah, he was allegedly part of the, uh, underage sex ring. He was charged with rape of minors over the age of 15 and sexual harassment. And I guess he was in the clink and uh, he is now allegedly deceased by suicide. Okay, y'all. I find it very interesting that Jeffrey Epstein is allegedly dead by the suicides. Um, There was people around him, you know, just, you know, vanishing left and right, honey. And now this other gentleman that's part of the story is um, dead by suicide. I just, I just think it's interesting. Yeah, the the only two options are someone's killing them, or they're sneaking him out of prison. Those are the, those are the only two options. Like, cause we not y'all not gonna keep trying to get me off with the committed suicide. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not gonna tell me that he committed suicide, and there's no video, and there's no video evidence, and so happened the cameras cut out. Like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna. What are they doing in not, these prisons we're, we're that not, people not, is able to do the suicide we're, we're not, like we're not, this? We're not gonna just let that go. I, I can't. It, I have questions. About what's going on down the, per- the person who's going to out a bunch of people yeah. so having wind up mis- like we're not mysteriously like who who so, who so happened was going to um had information on one of the most powerful people in in the world just came up missing like we're not we're not going to do that yeah I'm like, <laughs> when I saw it I saw wow not, they really not, think we're going with the storyline again we're not we're not going to do that y'all not going to remix the storyline that's the story y'all going okay all right that's cool got it um. So I don't, I think this happened before we started back up the podcast, but Bob, Bob Saget, the dad from, um, full house passed away like last month or the month before yeah, last month, uh, very suddenly, um, in a, in his Florida hotel room after a concert, not a concert, a comedy show. And, you know, initially it was seeming like he died from like a heart attack or a stroke or some other kind of thing. 
But then some more reports came out that he had like blunt force trauma to the head and, you know, not something consistent with a fall, but maybe more consistent with someone attacking him. And now the family is trying to like bury any um, releases of information about that. So now it's got me wondering, I'm like, well, what all really went on? Because the official story and what they're saying the head trauma was given don't match. So now I'm confused. And now the family's trying to, it seems like prevent any more information from coming out. It makes me feel like, ah, some, some, some had took place that they don't want people to know about or get any whiff of because, you know, people are trash and they'll, they'll, they'll run with a story if they feel like it's salacious enough, but it's very sad. I'm like, uh... it's, it's two things. One, something's definitely happening. Number two, I'm not researching it because they just killing people. So, <laughs> so like, that, that, is, that is how far I'm going with this. That's story. as far as you're going to go with it. You're like, ah, uh, it don't look, it don't, it's giving me very much suspicious, but I ain't trying to find out more. <laughs> it can be suspicious. Because apparently they're just killing people and then people just move on. Yeah. So you're like, I don't want to get into it. It just, I'm just saying it. Looks I'm sure there's people out there like, we got to find out more. And people are like, nah. No, I don't necessarily feel, I'm not determined to find out more by any investigations of my own. <laughs> if I happen to stumble upon a news article and I read it, and that's one thing, but I'm not going down no rabbit holes trying to find out nope that i it will all come out in the wash if there's something to come out it will come out in the wash because people keep brushing that under the rug like it's not a crazy story i'm like that's <laughs> like, what i'm saying i'm like so I'm like, i was nah. reading it i was reading the different articles but like the way people i didn't see like main like and then this is just me by the way i didn't see like major outlets talking about this i was like yo yeah i was like no uh, it's like someone someone got a hold on something that i don't have time for right i said oh okay. <laughs> i was like no i don't have anybody i don't have any time we're gonna move on so what's yeah. next <laughs> yeah up next uh so the, the nah. what's the lady name so if you remember uh was it last year um dante wright um, a young 21-year-old um, guy, I think this was in Minnesota as well. Um, yes, in Minnesota, he was shot by a police officer during a traffic stop. Um, she was allegedly stopping him because he had like something obstruct- obstructing his, uh, his uh, what do you call that? His uh, windshield, and I don't know how she, what happened, but sis says she thought her taser, her she gun thought her was- gun was her taser, and so she shot him. They don't even feel the same. They don't even look the same. If you've ever like stood close to a police officer and seen their holsters, the, the it takes it takes way more work. They're not on the turn, same side of turn, the holster. To turn the same safety off, it's not. Girl, it, you did you did mad work. One is on the left and one is on the right. Like either you don't know your left or your right, or you pulled out your gun on purpose. But one, either way, it was bad news bears. So um, she was put on trial and so on and so forth, and she has been sentenced to. 24 months for what she did. Um, 16 of those months will be served in actual jail and eight will be on supervised release. And I just feel like, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just. And like, I know that the black activists and like black people in general are tired because I hardly saw anybody talking about it. Like everybody was just like, "Oh, she got two years." 
Okay. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't even like the usual like outrage or upset. Because when I first saw the article, um, not the article, when I, when the notification first popped up when the sentence was uh revealed, I was like, okay. But but like that's kind of where we're at. We're like there. If you keep like, and like it's so much stuff to be outraged about. Right? Uh huh. So, like, if you keep saying, like, yo, this is crazy, you should probably fix this. Hey, this is crazy, you should probably fix this. And been doing it for, like, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about, like, recently in terms mm, of making, yeah, yeah, yeah. making it a public thing. Mm. Um, and, like, it's still the same thing, and no one really feels like they care. It's, like, it's, it's getting exhausting yeah. to a certain point where, like, I don't think it means that we don't care at all. It's I think just it, truth it, is it, retired. It, it is tiring. And, like... Yeah. It, I think it's just a point where we're like, all right, we we just gotta we just gotta re rechange what we do because like they're not changing, right? And like people are doing crazy stuff. Like, do you want to? Are we talking about the the two statuses I put up about the two crazy instances about what was happening? We talk about it. We so one one instance was um with the drugs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In which um. Basically, the uh, I guess Biden was trying to create these packages, mm-hmm. or going to create these packages to help people who are um, going through drug things to help them get off of drugs, mm-hmm. basically to help them get off the drugs, um, which is because I guess because of the opioid pande- um, epidemic, not mm-hmm. epidemic that's happening, and things that are going on with that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, number one. This is only happening because a lot of white children are are, are getting overdosing and getting hurt. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason this is happening, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's been happening a lot in Suffolk County and New York and all of those things, but like it's only happening because of that reason. Now, with that being said, people like um a news article put out like, oh, Biden is trying to, um talk about equity with black people like basically he's trying to say black, Biden is trying to give crack pipes to black people and that's why it's such a big thing in the first place huh? and I'm like and I'm upset for a couple reasons number one it's not correct <laughs> in terms of him getting out crack pipes that, number two crack pipes <laughs> what I, that's I, number two number three you're using the same rhetoric of Reagan from the drug era of Which like, they obviously learned so much from. Of of like the war on drugs, of like oh you're um black people are the most people on drugs and a whole bunch of nonsense. <laughs> and just because like number one, it was it's not even for they didn't he didn't do this for us. Right. It's yeah, I was white confused kids. by it's, that take. It's I was for like, the huh? white kids or not, it's not for us. No, it's number and one. Even if us. he did, number what's two, wrong with that? And number two, it's not black people who are out here overdosing like that on crack. Like crack would you think there's a crack going on? <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you think is going on right now? <laughs> I don't you know. Think, you think, like, black people are out here just strung out on crack? Like, it's... Yes. 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 That it, is, that it, is it, was, it was It was quite frustrating to um to read that. And then the second thing was um, the freaking um, the borough president, Eric Adams, decided, like... Make, the, the mayor now. Ma- mayor mm-hmm. came, came out of his came out of his mouth and said that the reason for like a lot of um crime in certain cities is because of drill music. I'm yes. like, really? 
hip hop is the issue with the for crime right now. We do, we're doing this again. This train is never late. <laughs> it's it's never late. Like I keep hoping that they'll delay it a little bit, but it's, it's, it's never so late. Frustrating. It's never late. It's so frustrating. I'm like, and then Eric Adams is problematic. Like I want him to stop talking. He for a he says bit. a lot of things which bother me. Like which, he said something the other day, like about homeless people, and yeah. basically like. We're like we try, we try to end homelessness, and we're gonna like make sure they get up. Like not having a place for them to go. Yeah, just kick them out. <laughs> yeah, like we're I'm sending police officers down there. They're supposed to be taking them to psychiatric facilities, but I'm like, I think I saw something like uh they were taking the homeless to like a place with 600 beds. I'm like, New York City got easily, I, I five hundred thousand homeless easily. <laughs> Like it's maybe I'm exaggerating or maybe I'm under reporting. I don't know. It's not five hundred. But it ain't six hundred. But it's not six hundred. It ain't six hundred. Um, so I'm like, uh Like and like and are you going to do a program to make sure that like Like you're moving them to do what exactly? Just like I get it. Like the having the homeless on the on the public transportation, the subways in particular, fix the problem. Can be dangerous. It can't like things can then happen. Fix the problem. Yeah, but like to just be like, oh, we getting them out of there, and we just throwing them in another. Like we're just moving them Stop to another making place. Fault the homeless people. Yeah, <laughs> and fix. It. Like, and then for me, like the part about the mental health thing, I'm like, not all homeless people have mental exactly. health. Exactly, it's not all of them have issues. Like some, like some people are legit homeless because you know the pandemonium, like messed up their whole situation they, like, they, they all don't need to, to go to psych like I'm, sh- I'm sure they it would be great for them to see a therapist and like talk through the loss yeah. or whatever that led right. them to it but not everybody is like suffering from like a debilitating mental health disorder yeah. and they need medication and constantly like that's not the case for everybody yes. so you should address the people who need it yeah absolutely yes but like to just say like if you're homeless you need to you're making a health uh, um, a mental health issue is yeah. incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Child, it's a, it's a policy issue. Yes, it's a policy issue. It's a resource allocation issue. <laughs> it's it's a it's a general morality issue. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of things. It's a lot of things, but not not what you're doing. Not yeah, not that. Um. I don't know if you want to talk about verses or not. I ain't gonna hold you because I didn't watch it really. I didn't either. I was, yeah, I was with you. Yeah, and I I think I did read though that they started to put it behind a paywall. Yeah, correct. And, and I, people I, was I, like, "Ah." We talk about that, and then and then what's it called? Um, Swiss Beats had to step back, step in, mm-hmm. and fix the problem. Yeah, because like I, I guess that's what Triller was trying to put it behind a paywall, mm-hmm. which, like that that was my concern initially. Yeah. When they said that they um like Triller is going, I was like, it's going. It happens every time. Mm-hmm. Every time, like something was free, people go into it and everything. They were just trying to make it a better platform because they were trying to make sure that people get paid more money and mm-hmm. everything from there. Yeah. But like now, Triller's trying to make more money. Like, because we're not paying to watch no verses. To be we're fully not. Clear. We're not. We're not. And then and, and the first verses you want to pay for is those two. Yeah, I'm like no disrespect to either one of them, yeah, but, but like, like I'd not... rather just pay my money to see them like, in concert. That that won't be the first ones. Yeah, like I I would rather just pay money to go see them at a concert whenever they're doing one, but I'm not paying to watch them do a versus. Like that's just not that's just not on the agenda. Things I'm getting ready to do in this life, it's just not realistic. I ain't gonna do it. All right, um, I ain't gonna do it. Don't do it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, <laughs> have they? I don't know if they've said anything more about any future verses, but I was like, uh, no. 
Work. I'm not paying for this. Very sorry. No, thank you. Um, anything else? Any other topics you had you wanted to bring up? I was gonna say that same thing. No, no, was, <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. Um, no, that was it for topics. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and get into our weekly affirmations, and then we're gonna boogie. Um, cause I'm tired. So I don't know how I'm gonna sound on this podcast. I'm either gonna sound super awake or like I fell asleep and woke back up to Mark saying something. Um, so I have two affirmations for this week. Um, just, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, it's cold, um, where we are right now and it's, you know, it's just winter. So the first affirmation is a really simple one. And I think one that many of us need to really say to ourselves every day. And it is the world is better with me in it. Um, that's one I definitely plan to make sure I incorporate every week. The world is better with you in it. The world is better with you in it. Hey. Um, that is, we kind of remixed the song from Major, (laughs) the artist, uh, Major, Major period. Um, go get into him. He's popping. Um, and the second affirmation is from Winston Churchill. Uh, success is not final failure is not futile it is the courage to continue that counts um and i like this because you know every day presents us with new challenges and opportunities and just things and it can be very challenging sometimes to keep going or to have the the fortitude um in various capacities to keep going. And, you know, it's just good to have a reminder that, you know, whether we succeed, whether we fail, you know, we just have to keep going Yep. and keep trying. It's not saying you can't take a break, but once you take your break, you've caught your breath. You got to get up and keep going again. So right. yeah, y'all, that was it. Uh, we try to keep this short. I am not sure how long this is because I can't see the timer from here. But, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get on out y'all way. Get um, on out the way. Get on out the way. Wait, wait, wait. What, 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 way? Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to go for real. I don't know why we did that. I have no idea. I should not have joined in on Mark's shenanigans, but it seemed fun. Awesome. Because I'm not mature, but it's fine. Um, I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch y'all next week. And with that said, we bid you adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's the All Love no fear podcast check us out it's the all love oh no fear podcast Podcast, uh-huh uh-huh all love oh no fear podcast hey